Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Caleb here. Before we get started on the program today, just wanted to let you guys know, if you're interested in having me come speak for your organization or your church, man, I'd love to come be a part of what you're doing. Um, just go to my website, calebgordon.org, and send me a message and and under the contact link there. And man, we can set it up. I'd love to come share uh, the good news of who Jesus is and what he's done in my life and what he can do in your life. Love y'all. Talk to you soon. You're listening to the Northfield Podcast with your host, Caleb Gordon. And we are tackling issues of family, faith, and culture, all from a biblical worldview. Sit back, buckle up, and let's go. Find out more at calebgordon.org. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Podcast. I am your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program today. As always, I want to say thanks to our friends at Outpost Coffee for providing us with incredible caffeinated beverages. Check these guys out at outpostcoffeeco.com. So I know we live in a culture that likes the idea of trying to pit one person against another person, one group of people against another group of people, one party, one team against another group. And we, we see all these different factions and we just get so exhausted because we see so many you know, Republicans versus Democrat, um, uh, capitalists versus communists, um, black versus white. I mean, just on and on and on and on and go. Here's how we can just break this down. There are not multiple factions that are against each other. Here's what this boils down to. It's good versus evil. It's God versus the devil. That's it. There's no other thing that's out there that's trying to, uh, that, that any other type of team that there is. There, the only type of team that there is, is God's team. Those that are, it's, I don't even want to say it like that. That sounds ridiculous. Like, God versus Satan. That's what it is. Evil versus good. And all of the infractions, all of the fights, all of the things that are happening in the culture today are based around the idea of those, those things. Those things, period. Um, James chapter 4 gives us a, a very clear uh, indication as to what and why people fight. <clears throat> we have a sinful nature that wants its rights to be exposed. It wants its right to get out and dance and do its thing. What causes quarrels? What causes fights among you? This is James chapter 4, starting in verse 1. Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? <clears throat> you desire and you do not have, so you murder you covet and you cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask, and you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly and spend it on your passions. <laughs> like This is the culture. We fight because we want to be right. We fight because we want to be on top. We want to be the winner. Our sinful nature has the desire to want to, we want to be right. Why do we fight at Black Friday, at the day after Thanksgiving, where we're the day after spending the day being thankful for what we have, thankful for the life, thankful for the stuff, thankful for the family, thankful for all the stuff. We go now, the, not, even, not even 24 hours later, we go into this rampage mode where we race through the stores, ripping boxes out of other people's hands and getting what we want because we want to win. I got to get to the deal first before somebody else gets to the deal. Ah, and like you see people beat each other over a thing. You whip up and beat a human being over a 
Xbox or a PlayStation or a Cabbage Patch doll. Like, I used to work at McDonald's in high school, and back in the 90s, there was a thing called Beanie Babies, and, and those that listen, if you remember the Beanie Baby phase, like, McDonald's for a season carried many Beanie, Beanie Babies in their Happy Meal as the Happy Meal toy. They, these people lost their ever-loving minds. Like, there were women who would fight over these stupid stuffed Things so they could keep them in a wrapper and put them on a shelf somewhere. You would you're willing to fight another human being over a toy. Like where does that come from? Where why is that happening? Because you are wicked. You're a sinful being that has to fight to get your rights out. What causes quarrels? What causes fights? Is it not this that your passions are at war within you? Hmm. <laughs> Oh, wow. Scripture also says there, a little bit further down in James 4, it says, You adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Those who desire to fight to get the stuff of this world and to be right and to be tops and to be the winner in this life will be the loser in eternity. If you fight to be a winner here, you will be a loser in eternity. That, that's it. How do I know? Because the text says if you love the world and you try to be a friend of the world, that makes you an enemy of God. Or do you suppose, verse 5, or do you suppose it is to no purpose that the scripture says he yearns jealously over the spirit that he made to dwell in us. Like we're, we have the Imago Dei placed in us. We are made in the image of God. And he yearns jealously over us. And, and when we assert our prideful, arrogant spirit, verse 6 tells us what happens. He gives more grace. Therefore, it says God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So prideful, arrogant, abusive, just psychotic people, God is going to actively oppose them. Actively oppose them. But if you're humble and you're, you have a desire to want to follow and love the Lord Jesus Christ and, and make a friend with God rather than a friend with the world, God's not going to oppose you. God's going to give you more grace. God's going to give you an abundance of more grace. But what are we doing? We're fighting to try to pursue um, the things of this world. This is still a whole idea of Roe versus Wade. Roe versus Wade is a massive push to get our way. Because we want to be able to have sex when we want to have sex with whoever we want to have sex with. And there will be no consequences. If a baby comes about, as Obama said, I don't want to punish my baby with a daughter. With a da- my daughter with a baby. I don't, want to, I don't want to punish my daughter with a baby. <laughs> That's that. That's the idea. I don't want to punish my daughter with a baby if she decides to go out and go mess around with a dude. Really? Like this is why God said sex inside is is a is for the is for the covenant of marriage, for the bonds and the confines of marriage, not to hold you back, but to set you free. And if anybody has been married long enough and understands the idea of being in love with a spouse, you know that sex is incredible. It's amazing. And that's where God can 
you you're allowed to release your passions there release your 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 sexual passions in that moment those places but what do we do god's restricting me so i'm going to go run around and have sex with 500 different people john mayer he, i like i love john mayer's music but one of the things in an interview he boasted that he is quote unquote bedded over a thousand women like that's 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 horrific that's not a, that's not something you should brag about but this is the part of being lost if you're not a believer if you're not in Christ you boast over your sin you boast about your sinfulness as a christian your sin bothers you it genuinely disturbs you that you've done things that are wrong maybe not in the moment maybe the moment you're you're so deceived by sin you're enjoying it but there comes that moment of conviction afterwards be like oh man ugh can't believe I did that. What does he tell us to do? Here's you want to know how to get close to God? James chapter 4, verse 8. Well, starting verse 7. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and the devil will flee from you. Draw near to God, and God will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be wretched and mourn and weep, and let your laughter be turned to gloom. Humble yourselves therefore before the Lord, and he will exalt you. That's it right there. He'll exalt you. He'll lift you high and, and he'll, he'll put you in a position. He'll place you in a position where you will be exalted. Man, I just it, it just breaks my heart to know that there are so many people that don't see this and that there's going to come a day when they're going to wish they would have seen it. But because they are so arrogant in their sinfulness, they're so arrogant in their in their in their pursuit of this world and their own passions that they're just going to like they're going to be just knocked to their knees and it just breaks my heart so this is this is why i preach this is why i pursue the scriptures and this is why i dig i just i want the scriptures to be made known because the scriptures are are the most important thing period so bottom line here it's not republican versus democrat it's not right versus left it's not roe versus wade it's Satan versus God. And let me tell you, I've read the end of the book. Jesus wins. Satan loses every single time. He's not going to win the he's not going to win the war. He's not going to win the war. He cannot win the war. God is sovereign. God is like listen. Satan is allowed to live because God allows him to live. He's a created being. He's not the creator. He's a created being that will have his destruction and demise. It is assured. It is assured. One, one word will cause him to fall. And the question is, where are you? Are you in the midst of following Satan, are you following Jesus? Have you submitted your heart to Christ? Have you been bought with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ? Or are you a friend to the world and to Satan? I can tell you, being a friend of the world will not win in the long run. It might have temporary pleasures and temporary successes, but man, it is not the eternal long road that's going to get you to where you need to be. Place your hope and your your faith in Christ. Pursue Christ above the world. And I'm telling you, you will 
win. The world is an unpredictable place and sometimes can be unstable. We never know what might be coming down the pike. Don't let insurance be the thing that keeps you up at night. Let Scott Gillette and the professionals at Farmers Insurance handle all of the unknowns for you. Scott and his team have all the answers you're looking for when it comes to having proper insurance coverage that won't break the bank. Give him a call today at 918-336-7770 or swing by 1725 Southeast Washington Boulevard, Suite B in Bartlesville, Oklahoma today and have a face-to-face conversation with Scott. We are farmers.